What if I told you that you had the power to change your life today just by choosing what you will eat next? Welcome to the podcast, Eat Your Best Life, where together through interviews and conversations, we dig deep into the power of plant-based nutrition and other lifestyle changes in enhancing your life both physically and spiritually. If you are ready to level up concerning your health, then this is the show for you. I am your host, Cersei Blue. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Eat Your Best Life. I'm your host, Cersei Blue, aka The Faithful Vegan. How is everyone doing this week? I hope everyone is safe and had a very good week. Um, I wanted to talk to you today about something that I've struggled with over the years. Um, and I want to talk about emotional eating. I know for those of you um, being quarantined during this COVID-19 crisis, it's kind of brought an awareness to just how much we can overeat and snack and kind of be drawn to um, eating when we're not hungry during times of difficulty. And so for many of you who are home, um, who are snacking more, eating more sugary foods, kind of just trying to cope and get through this COVID-19, it's so easy. And I know I've been there to just fall into this um, eating emotionally um, and eating kind of randomly and unaware, you know, like during this quarantine time, you know, a lot of people have talked to me about just either just eating a lot, just snacking all the time, um, you know, not really paying attention to what they're eating. And so this is a stressful time for everyone. And it's so easy to fall in that emotional eating trap. But the truth of the matter is, even though we're under stress and even though things are different, it's a good time to reflect and it's a good time for us to actually process our emotions and to work things out um, emotionally. And one of the things with emotional eating is that it's kind of a hindrance to that. So when we think about emotional eating, it's oftentimes the thought that we have a need for food that is oftentimes kind of enmeshed or entangled with our need for love, understanding, processing our emotions, you know, trying to stuff down maybe anger or um, emotions of any sort. Um, for most of you, if you've ever eaten an apple pie or that slice of chocolate cake after dinner when you knew that you were actually full, or many of you could relate to going and getting that tub of ice cream after like a breakup or a really stressful time. So for most of you, you kind of connect with that. And if, and if you do, you've experienced some type of emotional eating, comfort eating, eating or emotional eating or whatever you want to call it, it usually does bring that short-term gain, right? Because a lot of times if you're angry, if you're excited, you know, eating that rich food, sugary food or what have you, you do feel in that moment that sense of relief, like something great has happened. But it's really in truth, it's a short-term gain because it's actually detrimental to our emotional well-being 
as well as our physical health. And the reason why I say that is because it actually interferes with the processing of our feelings, right? Um, which actually is the only way to really handle them or to move them out of our lives. Um, and we do this all through this dynamic of food, right? But in but when we're not when we're doing it through food, we're actually overloading our digestive system and creating problems throughout our body, right? When we're trying to use food to deal with an emotional issue. Um, like we know the statistics that are out there, many of us are eating way too much of the wrong food. Um, and though most of us know this is not good for me, um, no matter how much we know about the what's good to eat and what we're supposed to eat, it can be difficult to change our eating habits, right? Most of us are hooked um, in some type of way to, you know, foods that make us feel good and foods that even though it's a short-term solution, um, solves that problem. So perhaps you're somebody that, you know, you feel like you're addicted to sugar or snacking, um, you know, it's gotten to the point where I think that we no longer can tell when we're full. Um, and the truth of the matter is, and, and I think this is a powerful uh, statement, I heard someone say this, is that we're looking for something from food that it just can't give us. And I think that's a powerful statement because when we're eating out of comfort or boredom or when we're trying to push down or avoid uncomfortable feelings or even to reward ourselves for something exciting that has just happened, um, rather than because we're hungry, what we're, what we're really doing is that we're losing that connection to our intuitive self. Um, we're losing that that connection to really know when hunger is actually stimulating us. And so because it's so blurred by eating all the time for different reasons that have very little to do with hunger, we're almost numbing that awareness, right? Um, and so the question is, well, what do we do? Um, how do we process these feelings? How do we begin to live where we truly understand what that we're eating out of hunger and not out of those other elements that we just discussed. And so I'm going to just give a few tips on how to move towards a more healthy way of eating. I think um, for myself, I know that in the past I've had a, a really a bad relationship with food because I think I used to see food for so many things that it wasn't, right? Yes, food is to nourish your body. It's to... Um, you know, uh, fill your hunger and all of those other things. But I was in a negative relationship with food because I seen it as something to make me feel better or something to comfort me if I was angry or if I was really excited, it was something to, you know, to reward myself. And so when you have all of these um, misconceptions about what food is, it's so easy to get trapped into that emotional eating pattern. And so one of the things I would suggest um, is, 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 
is, is going back to that point that we're looking for something from our food that it cannot give us. Really digging deep into that because I think one of the main things is number one is looking to God. Looking to God when we have those emotions, right? When we're angry, when we're um, upset, when we're even bored, all of those things, it's an opportunity for us to look towards God, to talk to God, to process the feelings, to say, in that moment, what am I actually feeling, you know? And so when you start to feel that that anger or that emotion rising up, and then you're like, you know what, I could do for a cookie. Stop right in that moment and feel that emotion and talk to God about it because what we're really looking for from the food, it really can't give it to us. But that communion, that prayer, that relationship with God, that is where we can get our healing from and process those emotions. The second thing I would say, the first one that I just discussed being the most important one, is connecting with friends who make you feel better. Um, I think a lot of times what we're looking for, that relational dynamic through food, we actually can get from people, right? Um, You know, so connect with friends who make you feel better, Um, you know, build a relationship, go for a walk with your pet, you know, that's also relational. Start, you know, sing, dance, go for a walk, um, take a nap, right? Um, Read a book, learn a new craft, do a puzzle. All of those activities are healthy ways of unpacking your emotions. But when we automatically feel those emotions and run for the chocolate chip cookie or the ice cream, what we're actually doing, even though it feels good in the moment and it feels like, ah, it's a relief, what we're actually doing is stuffing down those emotions. And so what happens is emotionally, we're not processing those issues. Um, The other thing I would say, and and this is part of, of being able to just nip it in the bud, is is practicing eating with awareness. Um, I think when we're mindful, when we're eating, when we're... um, And it begins even before you actually start eating. It begins when you're cooking or preparing your meal or leading up to it. Being mindful, sitting in a place... Um, not doing 15, 20 things as while you're eating, like reading and being on the computer, but just sitting in your meal and just being mindful of your chewing and your breathing and being aware of your hunger, right? And when we start doing that, what happens is we begin to really um, start feeling that hunger again and knowing the difference. And that is in combination, of course, with, and we've talked about this before in other episodes, when we start to um, retrain our palate. And so we're eating foods that are not sugary, whole, fresh foods. And so we become more stabilized and we're not so jittery so that you're able to really sense when you're hungry. A lot of times when you're eating a lot of sugary foods and processed foods, 
what you're you're really not hungry a lot of the times you're just detoxed like your body needs that sugary rush and so you mistake that for hunger and go and get another sugary treat but really it's your body just detoxing um from all of those processed and sugary things and so in a nutshell um during this time i think it's an opportunity it is an opportunity if, if we go down that road of emotional eating to really overindulge in that realm but it's also an opportunity to really sit still to really have that time to say what am i feeling and the minute you feel it the minute you say well i'm going to get that snack don't get the snack and just feel the emotion um, and it's, it's so amazing when you, when you start practicing that, because if you do it once, then you'll do it again. And, you know, when you build relationships with God, when you build relationships with the people who are safe in your life, and when you start building relationship with yourself through going for a walk and exercising or doing a puzzle, those are all relational. And so you actually get to process your emotions in a healthy framework. Um, and so try it. Um, at first, sometimes you're not, you might fail and you might still get the chocolate bar. But even if you delayed it for 15 minutes before you went and got that snack, you still gave yourself that little bit of time to feel and to process those emotions. So, hey guys, just let me know what your thoughts. Are you someone that ever struggled with emotional eating? Are you finding that you are eating and snacking more during this whole stay at home order? Or what are your thoughts? Um, you know, send me a comment, email me. I'm on Instagram at thefaithful.vegan. I'm also on Facebook as The Faithful Vegan. And like I said, there is an Eat Your Best Life Facebook private group. So you could ask to join that. But I'd be really curious to hear what your thoughts are. Are you someone that's dealing more with emotional eating now? Is it something you struggle with? Is it something you even want to know more about? Hit me up in one of my DMs and let me know. Um, yeah, so I have a lot of exciting things coming up for the summer and going forward. Um, and I'll let you guys know about that very, very soon. But um I hope everyone has a blessed week. And remember, a healthy body plus a healthy soul equals whole. Be blessed. Until next time. You've been listening to the Eat Your Best Life, the podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes. Until next time, thank you for listening.